Welcome back to the Faces of Nuki podcast. And today I'm joined by Beth from Soul Foods. She's an amazing woman who set up a weekly dinner for anyone to join who needs support from the local community. And that's basically <sighs> how we start. So okay. we're in. <laughs> okay, that's cool. Um, so, I mean, what I really liked about what you're telling me there is is um, how kind of it the whole thing just summed up what it is to be part of the community which is mm-hmm. kind of why we're doing this this um podcast series so it'd be great to hear a kind of summary of what you were telling us about soul food and okay and um yeah that and kind be, of how we how we started that would be great do you want to well? kind of go from the beginning please yeah okay well i've always i guess i'm going to start from kind of what I've always kind of felt very strongly about um, around homelessness and about how people can be really marginalised and pushed Mm. out of the community. And you do see it, don't you? It's almost sometimes like people lose who they are, sat on a street begging or whatever. It's just, yeah, Mm. really difficult place for people. And so, like I said, I ran a soup kitchen going back when I was 21. That's quite a few years ago now. Um, Did that for a couple of years saw met so many amazing people um moved to Cornwall in 2005 started some work for health promotion as part of that work we um set up uh, like healthy cooking sessions mm. but they were very specific they for anybody that was homeless or in housing crisis because I really really wanted to kind of step away not that I have a problem with the soup kitchen model but I wanted to kind of move away from that because I feel what's really important is that people get involved it's good to give but mm. I think there's a time when people actually want to be able to give rather than kind of feeling like they're charity case or whatever so it's about kind of yeah bringing people in getting them kind of doing stuff participating whether it was chopping up veg whether it was washing up whether it was putting the salt and pepper out whether it was wiping the tape whatever it was just to come in and be part of it Mm. um so so now so you're running a weekly yeah um cooking evening yeah um and anyone's welcome to come along anybody's welcome and they all help cook and they all help we all kind of do different things. It can be a challenge, kind of finding, um, I mean, depends what you're cooking really, Too doesn't chefs, it? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. And, and yeah, but we kind of, we, we do different things. So sometimes we might say to somebody, actually, we have a quiz. So we might say, actually, go and work out 20 questions for the quiz cool. and then we'll have the quiz. So we always try and do something. We've got the chalkboard. I have young people, so I take on young DV pupils as well mm-hmm. that come through to do their volunteering, which is amazing for them. And a couple of them have actually stuck with me. One girl's been with me for two years now, um, wanted to kind of carry on. But it's more around everybody having a little something to do, whether that's making a cup of tea. We haven't really got set roles. So it's kind of people move around and Mm. do different things. Um, Yeah. So it's about everybody coming in and being involved. And how many people come? That varies. We never really know. I mean, last night we ran last night's Thursday night soul food runs. Um, I think we had probably about 15 people. Three of those people were street homeless, sleeping rough. 
Um, we've got other people that join us. It's, it's a very diverse group because we've got people with learning disabilities that come along. Mm-hmm. We've got people with drug and alcohol, mental health issues, all sorts. Some people just turn up because they're lonely. Mm. They actually just want to come and be somewhere and actually they feel maybe they want to give something back. Mm. Um, so, yeah, we're very I, open to anybody. I like the, the fact that they are cooking mm-hmm. and being a part of putting the evening on. It's yeah. probably a lot, a lot less intimidating. I think and a, so. And a bit more involving, and yeah, um, I know, like even just making food with friends and like having them come and eat is different mm-hmm. to, you know, I'll come and help me cook and chop veggies yeah. with me and we chat whilst we chop and. It's very communal, isn't mm. it? There's something, yeah, and it's what's lovely is just the the kind of end bit where we all sit round. And we eat together. Mm. And one of the guys said to me originally, he was sleeping rough, um, how important it was to be able to come in, prep the food, get it cooked, but actually to sit down with other people with a plate and a knife and fork. Because actually when you're on the streets, that doesn't really happen. And that was really important to him. But I think we're even more than the food. I kind of feel quite... We've kind of gone sometimes beyond the food... Um, going back within the first year, um, we took a group and we did the Joe Way paddle. So it was a group of four guys. Three of them were actually homeless at the time. They're all like, "Yeah, we're gonna." Do you know much about the Joe Way Don't paddle? Don't know the Joe Way paddle. That'd be worth kind of yeah finding out about. But yeah, amazing. It happens every year. Yeah, but anyway, so the paddle. It's a community event, and um, four of these men said to me, "We can do the kilometre." A kilometre paddle. Mm, that's interesting, isn't it? No, they can't. It's so funny. I'm like, should we want to do the 200 metre? Nope, we can do the kilometre. So I so managed is it, to... Is it a swim? It's on a paddle board. You know, the big okay. paddle boards? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's harder than it seems. But anyway, they were like adamant. So what I did is I arranged a couple of sessions with surf coaches to get them into the sea. Because I actually hadn't even really been into sea, the sea that much. And they were like, right... And, well, yeah, you can imagine we got into Fistral one day and within about five minutes, one of them was out going, I need a fag, I've got to get out. So then they'd like said to me, right, I think we'll do the 200 metre. And we did it. We did it as a team. We did, yeah, like it was amazing. So good. And one of the guys afterwards said to me um, what a difference that had made for him because he'd always felt like he was on the outside of the community, but actually mm. to do something and be involved and be part of the community changed. And that guy's actually gone on to do amazing things. So we've seen some really good kind of where people have really moved on. Mm. And I think that it's like what you said before, sometimes certain people can be overlooked and mm-hmm. you know, not, not necessarily kind of given the time of day so where would they have had that opportunity to to find three other people and yeah and participate and have a, have a bit of a laugh yeah because we had to have a laugh yeah yeah yeah, yeah really really that was such a good we, we did it again this year but um i didn't organize it quickly enough i'm always I tend to do things at the last minute and we put out some young people in so we put a young people in to do the relay the one kilometer relay mm-hmm and bless them, they got down there and they were up against like the lifeguards and the well, fire brigade. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> they did all right though. They didn't come last. So they, no, they did well. Yeah. And they did have actually a quite a good surf room with them, an older guy as well. But yeah. Mm. But it's nice. And I think that's what it's about. It's about, for me, it's about building that community. How do we do that? 
And I think food's a really, really good way to do that mm. by getting people in. Most people like to eat. We have had people, actually, interestingly, coming in with um, eating disorders. And I remember one girl in particular who used to come in and she'd never eat. She wouldn't eat. She'd always come in and she'd help. Mm. But she'd go before the food kind of... But she actually ended up staying. So it took quite a while. It didn't happen overnight. It took quite a few months. But then she started, yeah, stopping and having only a little bit of food. Mm. But that's quite a massive step. Yeah. So... And I think that comes down to what you were saying earlier about how non-judgmental it is. Mm. And everyone that comes is, is treated with the same... Yeah. Um, openness and... Mm -hmm non-judgmental attitude to, to yeah. you know even like you said whatever condition they're in um whatever period of their life they're in mm -hmm. you know they can just come and eat food together yeah and i think i i yeah i think there is that that, that ethos really that it's very a level field mm. that everybody's kind of part of it together that there it's not like us and them we haven't got like the workers the, everybody's doing it and that kind of, that builds a sense of belonging for people because they, they feel valued. Mm. It's like, well, what can I do? Well, actually, yeah, do you mind doing that? Or can you go make me a cup of tea? Make sure the cup's really clean because I have, like, clean cup OCD. Okay. But we have a, quite a lot of banter. Like I said, we have the quiz. So that's always a bit of education in there, actually. And we have so much fun. Mm. And I think that's, that's what it's about. It's about making it kind of open, fun, friendly. Yeah. So, and do you have kind of plans for more days or...? There are plans for it, yes. I don't kind of want to say too much. We've okay. recently become a community interest company. Yeah. Obviously, we've done quite a lot with The Orchard. Um, we've been doing that over a period of time, uh, feeding volunteers when they have volunteer events. So we've done mm -hmm. that. We did a christening. We all came in on a Sunday morning and prepared a banquet for a, our local family's christening for their little one. And that was amazing. We got a five-star rating for that. Mm -hmm. We have a Facebook page, yeah. yeah. Um, and I, so, I liked that in particular. I'm glad you brought that up because um, the people that come and make the food for the christening and for the mm -hmm. volunteers are all just the, the same be anyone that, anybody. that wants to volunteer yeah anybody that wants to come through the door we kind of put it out there mm. we know what we've got going on and we might say well actually who wants to be involved in that who wants to come along uh, we started in 2012 and I think it was 2013 we did an event in Wadebridge um, which was part of partly for health trainer service and health promotion. Um, but we, Soul Food, went in and we did the cooking. So, again, I took a team in. Some mm. of them were sleeping rough. Um, and we did three soups from scratch. They were amazing. People mm. told us they were like restaurants down. And I think that's true. I actually do believe that. They were really, really good soups. But what was really lovely about that, that the people that had come to the conference, it was like a conference event, um, were people from me mental health team, just uh, Outlook Southwest, so counselling. So it flipped it round. So the people that were making and serving the food were giving it to the people that maybe they'd received support from yeah. at some point in their lives. Yeah. And the buzz from that day, if I could have bottled that, yeah. that was just incredible. People talked about that for weeks after, about how good it made them feel and, yeah. Mm. And I think that's what it's all about. So, I mean, why do you why do you do this? 
why do I do it? I actually don't know because yeah. I enjoy doing it. Yeah. Because I really believe in it. Um, how, how did the first kind of soul food evening happen? It was over in um, the church in St. Colin Minor because at that point we were there initially. We had a free venue um, and we set up out there and I think we had about 30 people through our door. So we kind of publicised it, put a few posters around, kind of spread the word and yeah, 30 people turned up, which was when I met um, one chap in particular, the guy who I was talking about earlier, who taught me how to cook rice really well the chef yeah the chef yeah very very skilled chef who has gone on to do amazing things with his life yeah mm. he's yeah changed his life around do you keep in touch with them i have some of them yeah, yeah some of them i call them they're my friends yeah 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 so it's probably quite like i don't cook and sit down with with my friends once a week yeah. so you know you probably have a really uh close relationship with with everyone that yeah comes we door. get we do we get to know people mm. we get to kind of see if maybe they're a bit down or yeah. it's, it's quite an accepting environment so yeah we do and pe- people kind of stay in touch and the other really nice thing is that you see separate to a Thursday night you see friendships building mm-hmm. and people really supporting each other yeah and yeah giving them a hand if they've got a problem with their benefits or I don't know, they're looking to move into accommodation. People that have kind of already been in that situation are the best ones often to help Mm. and say, actually, yeah, you need to go to such and such or go to whoever and, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I really am just thinking I would love to have that kind of, like a regular meal with all of my friends as well. Then maybe you need to be doing that. I think think you need to do that. You need to kind of get something kind of start, even if you just start it and just think, I'm going to do it for, because that's how we did it, X amount of time. Mm. So it doesn't feel like it's too big or too long or forever, because sometimes it can be a bit off putting, can't it? But yeah, maybe just, yeah, go for it. What kind of stuff do you like cooking? I don't know. I, I have the idea I'd love to do like every Sunday morning, people bring breakfast stuff. Not too early? Not too early. Brunch, <laughs> Sunday brunch. Everyone brings breakfast stuff. Yeah. Um, we sit and we have breakfast together and then we go for a walk or something. Very chilled, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I think that'd be a nice... And just... No one has to come. Um, but for people just to know it's on once a week. Yeah. And if they want to join, if not, great. If it's a great do, idea, isn't it? I love yeah. it, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's about community, isn't it? That's how we... Yeah. You know, in kind of today's times with everything kind of going on, it's like we've got to be quite creative, I think, how we, money's a bit short or whatever. How do how do we build that? Mm. You know, how do we, and we're, we're very sustainable because we, we're not free. Like I said, we're not a soup kitchen. Um, again, oh, it so was... Do people pay when people they come pay. and join? Yeah, and there's a real, there's a story, there's a, there's a background to this. Mm-hmm. Um we were for about a year. We were absolutely because through my job role, we were funded. So we had a budget so we could get some food from that. We also got some food from West Country, kind of gave us some stuff that they had left over. So we kind of, it was kind of like cook whatever we have kind of scenario, which was great. Mm. Um, But partway through, um, one of the guys um, said, I think we need to add value. And he was actually homeless at the time. And he said, Beth, I really think 
it'd be really good with people were asking for me people were asking for kind of more things and actually when you are sleeping rough those things are really important the protein's mm. really important um full fat milk's really important people really suffer with the cold we had a guy turn up last night and he had had quite a lot to drink he was really cold it was a really hot day yesterday but he was we gave him extra clothes to put on because he was so cold yeah so it was actually this guy that came to me and said i think beth we need to um put a little charge on so I was a bit kind of, well, how are we going to do that? At that time, we also set up a committee, and that committee was made up with whoever was coming along. Okay. This guy was on it. And we just said, well, what, what do you think? So I said to him, can you go and ask? What can people afford? Because that's the other thing, isn't it? Yeah. And so he went out, and he came back, and he said pound fifty. This guy was a really big drinker. He could put away three bottles of um, cider a day. And he said, Beth, people need to make a decision as to whether they want to kind of, can I swear? Yeah. Piss it up the wall or whether they want to have a really good meal. Mm. And he said, pound fifty. he said, and we always have two courses. Sometimes we have three and that includes tea and coffee. Um, he said, I think that's a really fair price. Mm. Um, and at that time, what was interesting, the venue that we were in, we needed to leave. We needed to vacate. We became homeless because they um, had a like children's thing there. They were setting up like a nursery daycare kind of thing. Okay, yeah. So there was a bit of a kind of thing about people maybe turning up a bit worse for wear and people collecting their kids. So we kind of thought, right, okay. So we moved across. That's when we moved into the Nuki Centre. Um, for a while they let us have it rent free which is amazing but at some point we had to pay some rent mm. so that pound fifty then enabled us to um, pay our rent and also get extra food mm. and also at that point West Country they'd been with us for a year they said we only do this for a year so then we were having to purchase our food mm -hmm. so we never make a profit we basically get the food and pay for that and then the extra hopefully we have enough goes to pay the rent okay. for the venue. Where do you get your food from? Wherever. Wherever. Yeah, wherever. <laughs> Wherever's on kind of offer. Okay. And, oh, yeah. So you do... oh, yeah. No, we buy our food. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, I should make that clear. We do have some stuff donated, though, mm -hmm. because we do some stuff with Morrison. So we've got a contract with them. So when they have waste food, rather than chucking it in the bin, yeah. it's all best before. So it's not, it's all okay stuff. Um, we've had some amazing bread puddings. Yeah. made out of kind of bread that was out of date yesterday um and that, i mean there is such a it's a massive food waste, food waste. it's scary really, isn't there? it's so, it's it's tragic isn't it really it's yeah. awful and there's so many laws around it now isn't there around i remember when i did the soup kitchen going back prego is it mm -hmm. prego used to the quite posh ones that got an lawsuit recently so food they yeah they got sued didn't they because they gave somebody food and Oh, yeah. You manager. Pret, yeah. Yes. They used to, when we used to do the soup kitchen, they'd give us bags, big, massive bags full of, like, proper posh prawn sandwiches. And, and the people were like, wow, this is like, it's like a smorgasbord of food that we were getting from them, you know. Um, but that changed, didn't it? We had a while where actually the, they're not allowed, food places aren't allowed to do that and stop people going into bins and mm. which is a bit, it's awful. It really is. So we do try and we work with Tesco as well. Yeah. So I collect food on a Thursday from Tesco's waste on the Wednesday. But again, it's more kind of pastries and breads. And, yeah, yeah. But people are always happy with donuts. Yeah. And yeah. Oh, we all. <laughs> <laughs> so. 
Yeah. Great, and because um, we we spoke to the um, the church, yes, in yesterday's podcast that we recorded, and they said that you might be moving into um, ah, okay. a new space with them. Yeah, we're in talks mm. at the moment of potentially kind of coming under their roof because they've yeah been fitted out, haven't they? And yeah. a really nice space. So yeah, we're kind of in early stages of of how do we do that? How do we kind of transfer people? Yeah. I guess there's there's a risk in doing that. My kind of the risk for me is how will that affect people because we've been in the Nuki Centre for six years, mm-hmm. this six years in September. Um, for some people, they know that building. They've turned, they've been there every week. I've got people that have been with me for the seven years. I've got one girl that she comes and helps me here sometimes, oh, really? who used to walk from Crantock Street out to St Colin Minor every Thursday to come to Soul Food. She's still with me. She's amazing. Mm. Absolutely amazing. So I, I kind of, there's a hesitance a little bit. I think it'd be great, but just that it's that, that transference yeah, yeah. for people. How, how will that affect Maybe them? Maybe we'll do a second one another day. Maybe. Ooh, you never know. Exciting. Watch this space. Yeah, yeah. You watch yeah. this space. I would like to do more around um, kind of going around maybe two soup kitchens. Mm-hmm. and actually the people that we have coming through our door, the kind of idea would be that we go in and we do the food for the soup kitchens. So it's kind of like a bit of inspiration. Mm. I feel like there's a kind of like a... Give and take. We've been in your place, actually, yeah. Yeah. Things can change. Yeah, yeah. It's because of the soul food connection and what we've done there. Well, you've heard of 15... Mm-hmm. and Jamie Oliver, and we've got the amazing restaurant in Watergate Bay um, with the young people that they bring through um, the door and train them up to be chefs, apprentices. Well, not apprentices, chefs. They're apprentices and then they become chefs. Um, part of what they do, and I'm not exactly sure on time-wise, but a few years ago they kind of set up a community arm, which they call Food for Change. and as part of Food for Change, I was aware of them. They were aware of kind of what was going on with soul food. So they kind of said to me, would you come and be part of what we're doing in the community and around the kind of engagement side of it? Um, So uh, kind of part of that, I do other kind of cooking sessions in the community that I do for them, specifically Mm. for them. But again, with the Orchard, who are a partner of Cornwall Food Foundation, um, got the food truck and we kind of worked out a bit of a plan because what I do for them is I do cooking sessions around engagement and engaging people, but I also offer one-to-one support for people. So those participants come along here on a Monday, Wednesday and Friday and some people from Soul Food as well. So it's kind of like a... Yeah. circular thing and we cook we use the produce from here straight from the ground so today we used amazingly fresh tomatoes mm. basil garlic onions everything put it in the pan made a lovely sauce and then put some tortellini in it and mm, then delicious. delivered the lunch for the volunteers who come here and work ever so hard we yeah. see how hard they work it's incredible you know and just such an amazing space really to be in and to be part of so it's kind of, yeah it kind of all fits Ties together in, yeah, yeah. Nice. Well, i think once you start getting into into things in the community then you start to discover all these other 
amazing so projects. much going on there's so much there's so many really good things in the community mm. and i think Newquay in particular is just an incredible place yeah really. i mean we obviously agree because we're doing this yeah <laughs> but like every person that we've interviewed and we've said you know who would you recommend talking to um gives us someone new like like you said disc earlier yeah. on that no one else had said before and yeah lots of people had said talk to soul food um and yeah like i think that that's one of the reasons just to showcase all of these mm-hmm. and try and discover them for ourselves yeah 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 what's, amazing what's community your, what's your day job my day job yeah. is with Cornwall Food Foundation, okay. so it's food for change. Yeah, because everything I do for Soul Food is voluntary. Mm. That that's kind of se- it isn't separate, but it is separate. It's all kind of intertwined. Yeah. But yeah, but that's yeah. What do you do my, for them? For Cornwall Food Foundation, mm. I am a community food support worker. So and they're ESF funded, so they're a charity that are reliant on the ESF funding. Yeah. Um, and we support anybody who is out of work, um, and looking to kind of go into the training, education, or back into work. Okay. So. Through yeah. similar projects to to Soul Food, or through mm, a through through what they do, so they're they're quite specific. Mm. So they do that through Food for Change. They also run um, six week. Um, courses which is called food works okay. in the community which are free to anybody who are unemployed is that in Newquay um, as well that's in Newquay they run it in other areas as well at the moment there's one running on Tuesdays out of the fire station they use the community building there okay. um, and people come along and learn lots of things they learn knife skills they learn about nutrition portion sizing mm. lots of things they can gain um certificates through it's like food hygiene certificates and stuff a really good organization really 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 impressed Mm. yeah um and how like anyone that would like to join listen to this that would like to join in with soul food how how can they help support it guess the easiest way and we do have people i have people contacting me um more often than not they come via facebook Mm -hmm. through our facebook page um, and people will get in touch with me and say we really want to come along and help. Um, and yeah, we've gained quite a lot of people that way who just said actually we really want to support this. And so we've got yeah a kind of core group almost of people. So when I'm away, I don't have to worry. But actually, that's another side of it because I have been away recently, been to yeah. Bali, and um, soul food ran itself. Yeah. And to me, that's what it's all about. Yeah, it's about bit that bit that's that's what you're trying to do isn't it yeah it's not about one person it's about everybody mucking in Mm. and getting on with it and doing it yeah and that's how we roll yeah yeah um why do you why do you think there aren't more of these type of evenings and uh, in different places and i think there are i think there's different things going on you mentioned earlier about um cafe chaos Mm -hmm. I know that's not of an evening. Well, they might run in the evening, but they certainly do stuff, don't they, through the day. Um, you've also got over in St. Austell an organisation called Stack. They've been running for okay. quite a while. And they run a community kitchen where people can go in. I think people can pay a pound for a really good, well-cooked meal. They are, I think, don't quote me on this, but they used to offer like computer courses mm-hmm. and stuff like that and support. Um, again, it's a community project. 
Um, over in the west of the county, you've got a lady that runs a thing called Wacky Soup. And that's, again, another community kind of venture where mm. people get involved and they, they, they do quite a lot. So worth looking them up. Yeah. So, we, um, we so just, I think there's there's we loads. We need to do another. Uh, I think you do series. Of yeah, definitely. Ten in Truro or something. I else. think so. I think there's just so much going on. Yeah. And yeah. So and I actually thought of somebody else that would be really good for you to okay. speak to, which is a lady called Lynn, who runs um, Purple Angels, and she's set up in locally in Newquay area, um, uh, places where people sign up so businesses mm. shops and people like that um i think coffee her, on the corner has they will have it, yeah. yeah yeah coffee in the corner love coffee on the corner mm-hmm. amazing coffee um but yeah so yeah it's about awareness for dementia mm-hmm. yeah so she's trying to make new key a safe place for people with dementia but again she'd be somebody i think would be amazing because yeah. she's so passionate so so passionate mm. yeah yeah, I mean, that's the, the good thing about having done this is that the people you do meet are, you know, really passionate about what they do. Mm-hmm. And they almost have to be to, because it's not, um, it's not easy to, to kind of put your time aside and yeah. and organise, you know, lots of the amazing projects that, that yeah. we've spoken to um, can be a, quite stressful and... And, yes, uh, and, and there's no <laughs> money is, yeah. in it, which no. makes everything a bit yeah. harder. But that's kind of the creative side of it, isn't it? Really, and I've always said, when I enjoy what I do, you asked me earlier, why do I do it? It's because I enjoy it. Mm. When I stop enjoying it, that'd be the time to stop. Yeah, yeah, it's quite simple, really, isn't it? If you're enjoying it, carry on doing it. You know, you never know where things lead, and you know, I just feel privileged, really, to mm. be honest. Without wanting to sound corny. Um, there's the kind of people that I've met along the way I've met some absolutely incredible I'm sure I'll continue to incredible people so it makes it all really worthwhile yeah yeah okay so Soul Foods on Facebook it is you're going to ask me wow we've got two Facebook pages so please don't because one's no good (laughs) (laughs) we've got our official one I'll um you give us a little tag or something yeah 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 amazing we'll flash up okay and um people can go there and and check it out and yeah uh, hopefully get involved yeah it kind of helps if people get in touch first Mm -hmm. because it's kind of like what i've started to do now is meet people and kind of chat to them a little bit about kind of how it works because some people come in and a bit like oh is it a soup kitchen and and i think it's about that clarity yeah so it's important i've i kind of learned that along the way yeah yeah. Some people come and like, well, shouldn't you be doing it for free? And we're like, well, actually, no, this is kind of how it's come about. This is why it's come about, you know, and this is what we're trying to achieve. So it's kind of those things. Mm. Yeah. It's, a, it's I guess it's helping people to be clear about what they want to be involved in or what we're offering or delivering. Yeah. Yeah. Would it help if people donated anything? Or? Um. Not at the moment. Not uh, that sounds a bit weird, doesn't it? You know, because um, we are quite self-sufficient at the moment. Mm. Um, so we're quite healthy in that respect. I kind of like that yeah. that we're not kind of reliant. We haven't been reliant on grant funding because you find sometimes when you're I think that's important. Yeah, yeah, when you're kind of waiting for that and then that stops and things stop. And I saw that a lot in community development work. So for me, um, no. But thank you for asking. 
sometimes we need close toiletries actually you say that actually toiletries are a really good thing kind of deodorants and toothbrushes and things like that mm. socks we had a guy yeah, turn yeah. up last night that was desperate for socks yeah i spoke to um some people that were out on the street and they just said that like people never donate underwear and socks Mm. to charity shops or any or, any, no, or shelters or anything like that and they're the most important, important really yeah they're kind yeah. of like your basics aren't they mm. almost yeah and especially especially socks i'd probably say over underwear because i think when you're kind of in those circumstances seagull was that a seagull uh, yeah low flying is there a baby anywhere <laughs> kind of like duck um that people have a lot of problems with their feet you, mm. you see that a lot yeah, where people, it's very hard and people kind of can't keep clean, their feet clean. Mm, or dry. Um, end up, yeah, absolutely end up with infections mm. and things like that. So socks, yeah, definitely. Okay. I guess people socks can turn their injury. undies inside out, can't they, mate? Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. But yeah, yeah, definitely. Socks and toilet So, Great. yeah. All right, well, thanks for doing this. No worries. Thank you. Thank you. It's actually not been too bad.